welcome back everyone to the second episode of the week for the podcast for the love of cinema where our motto is we just hope it doesn't suck this is episode 282 b b thank you where we will now talk discuss our thoughts on hustle and a netflix original with you for that discussion grayson roger and chris for the episode discussing interceptor including the whole box office breakdown what streaming trailer talk Check out episode 282A, posted on Tuesday, 614. All right, gentlemen, let's talk about Hustle. Let's get some particulars out of the way. Hustle is... Okay, so we just talked about Interceptor. If you listen to our show on Interceptor, we were not fond of it. We were very harsh with it because it's not a very good movie. On the on the flip side, the tomato meter for Hustle is 92%. 92s, baby, across the board. And the audience is also 92. Very respectable scores. Very good. Let's talk about it. Roger. Well, actually, let me get some other particulars out of the way. Sorry, I jumped the gun a little bit. Hustle is a damn good movie. But Adam Sandler is the lead of Stanley Sugarman. We have Yuanico Hernan Gomez as Bo Cruz. I did not say that right, and I'm sorry. It's um, Juancho Hernan Gomez. Is it Juancho Hornigamas? Okay. I just yes. want to learn. We have Robert Duvall, Ben Foster, Queen Latifah, Jordan Hall, Maria Botto, Heidi Gardner, Jalil White, which I was happy to see. Urkel's uh, and Al's, baby. <laughs> Jeremiah Zagar, written by Will Fetters and Taylor Matern. Roger, what's uh, And LeBron James is the executive producer of this. There you go. Roger, what's, uh, what, what's Hustle about? Tell us. Uh, Hustle is about Mr. Stanley Sugarman, who is a scout for the Philadelphia 76ers. And he's out grinding, finally gets promoted to assistant coach, uh, which is probably a really big deal for him. He's kind of got a bit of a checkered past and, you know, it was always a long time coming. He put in his work, finally got it so he didn't have to be gone, you know, nine months out of the year, basically scouting. Uh, he's the international scout for the um, 76ers, by the way. So he's global global traveling and uh, you know he ends up in Spain short version he ends up in Spain and we meet uh, Mr. Bo Cruz and that's the story about how he makes it to America and to the NBA yep he's a he's gonna go find the missing piece and he thinks he finds it and the team doesn't really want to follow through with it yeah that's where you get the bulk of this movie is he ends that. up demoted back from uh, assistant to back to scout so which we because. all saw, we all saw that coming, right? Yeah, for <laughs> sure, saw that coming. Well, yeah, a movie had to happen. So yeah, I mean, we hadn't met Bo Cruz yet. <laughs> and you knew Robert Duvall was like, you know, I'm going to take two million bucks, and you're going to get me for half a day. Deal with it. Sure. Uh, let's okay. So that's probably his car. Like he was on his way home from the airport. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the he's like, there. we're done. He's like, we're just going to film in the car, Robert. You know. <laughs> 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 about adam sandler then on netflix adam sandler is pretty much i mean he's he is in he's in good with netflix he has all he has all kinds of movies with with netflix now i mean the name adam sandler is synonymous with like silly comedies you know from the 90s and 2000s and now but i mean you know we also talked about a while ago uncut gems which was phenomenal great movie chris if you have not seen uncut gems you owe it to yourself to watch that's good i've seen it i like that one that was what 2018, Roger, or something like that. Uh, 18 or 19, yeah. Um, I really, I really dug that one, and this is more of a, this is more of a, of a role for him in that same vein of a more serious role, not so much comedy, but I mean, there is a little bit of comedy in this one. But yeah, it's, I mean, listen, this is this is a good all around movie, right? Like, this is this is at its heart a sports drama. 
It is. There are some funny moments in here. There are some dramatic moments in here. So this is like a life movie. This movie has good comedic timing. Like there's a there, there's plenty of times where I laugh. Like when he's cursing at him in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. That, or, or I mean, I, I like the whole you know the, the porn addiction thing. Yes. I found that hilarious. He's like, "How old are you? <laughs> you can't be buying pornography." Well, I mean, it's it's funny. It serves the purpose of being hilarious. So there's that. But you know what else I love too is. I don't know why, but I loved Adam Sandler and Queen Latifah as like a married couple. I think they like I mean, it was great. He's fine. In this. The whole family dynamic I thought was very yeah, good. It right? worked. I, I loved how enamored his daughter was with with Cruise. Yeah, she has your eyes. They're beautiful. He's just staring at me. <laughs> she, <laughs> hey, Stanley's like. <laughs> well, the I mom wish she like, cared about. I wish she cared about me as much as she cares about your eyes. <laughs> Did, so we have here, yeah, a very frustrated Stanley Sugarman who wants a promotion. He's been promised and promised and promised and promised. Probably for what? We're we're, we're guessing what? At least ten years. Multiple years. Oh, multiple years. years. Um, and he finally gets it. Rex, uh, the team's owner, gives it to him, played by Robert Duvall, who then. Well, the way I find it interesting is how he hears it is he hears it on the radio when someone doing a radio show over a, someone popular breaking news. Yeah. yeah. Breaking news on. I mean, Philly is Philly definitely loves their sport. So it would have been all over. They do. They are notoriously one of the most dedicated and worst sports fans towns in the world. Yep. I, I so, really, but I mean, that's simultaneously like, the best and the worst. And listen, I won't get any hate from that because they know. Yep. Well, of course, I mean, I've heard that joke on it. I mean, I just listened to Invincible today, and they make a reference. It's not a joke. No, it's not, not at all. It's not, not at all a joke. <laughs> that was a factual statement. He hears it, and he knows immediately what's going to happen. And it does. I mean, Ben Foster also plays, and he's awesome at playing just a tool bag. <laughs> yeah, Ben Foster must suck. <laughs> well, he's he, really good at it. Yeah, he, he's really good at it. But he also, I mean, he does some great roles. Um, but he's I bet suck is like being a dick and. No, I I understand that. I understand that, but I mean, I like ben Foster. he's got like a natural asshole t- like look about him. You know what I mean? Does he look tough as hell with a shaved head? He does though, right? Dude, like, ooh, yeah. yeah, he does. There's he was a, a rage there. He was a villain in seven or the three ten to Yuma remake with Russell Crowe, Christian Bale. I really dug that one. He was in Hell or High Water. Really dug that. There's a lot of things he's been in that I'm like, God, I love Ben Foster. Um, really love to work with him one day. Uh, Call so, him up, yeah, Ben. What's up, bro? What's up, bro? I, I find out you you I find out Roger, you've been hanging out with Andrew Garfield and Ben Foster, and you guys just like now I walk in, you're like, no, Grayson, you you, mm-hmm. you, should, you should go. They don't want you. Here. I don't want to hang out with Ben Foster. Just Andrew Garfield. All right, fair, fair. Uh, so that's I don't think they get along. You don't think so? Why not? Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in your lane, Grayson. Stay in your lane. So let's talk about the realism of what he must be feeling at this moment as this movie sets up. Uh, he must be incredibly frustrated. He's very upset. He's enough that he's willing to gamble his family's finances on finding this one guy that he has found in Bo Cruz. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he basically financially backs him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, basically. Because when he finds Bo Cruz, when he's actually out scouting in Mallorca, Spain, um, he's supposed to watch somebody else play who's not going to play, which he's pretty pissed off that he even went down to the arena. He starts looking for a place to just go unwind because he was a former bas- collegiate basketball player, and you find out more about that story a little bit later. But he's, you know, he's got his basketball. He's just going to go shoot some hoops, blow, you know, blow some, blow off some steam. 
and he comes across a pretty aggressive couple of street games going on and you know he starts watching and we get to see old Bo Cruz in action doing his boa constrictor act which you know that's a solid nickname though mm. Boa, no no mm. all right but uh you know he's got lockdown defense and you know he's hustling these guys for money yeah it's like they won't score nothing and he just hey stanley sugarman just like his eyes light up like his kids got something and you know, he basically stalks him to his house. Yeah. And, you know, ends up talking to him and his family about, you know, what they could do and, you know, we'll get him into the league and, you know, get him drafted and blah, blah, blah. Because he wanted to bring him straight into the Sixers. He did. And this when he called in, called in, they told him that they couldn't take him, that they didn't want him there, you know, keep looking, blah, blah, blah. And so Stan gets his idea, he's just going to bring him over here and get him into the scouting combine anyway. Yeah. And that's... The story of Bo Cruz coming to no, America. I mean, Bo Cruz comes. He has no idea that the Sixers aren't paying for his stay. Yep. And Sugarman just sees something in him, and he knows he can train him up. He knows this is my guy. This is how I'm going to get back to where I need to be. Well, he, well, he didn't know he was going to have to train him up until after he actually gets to play in that in that combine game. Well, so hold on, we'll get to that. I want to get that in one second. Uh, I do want to bring up when they get to the airport, he gets detained. Yeah. Because he has a criminal record. And assault we find out that uh, old yeah. Bo Cruz beat up somebody pretty bad. Yeah. Now, mind you, they said it had been, what, like seven or eight years ago yes. when he was like 15 or 16. Bo Cruz has a young daughter, um, you know, that he had just had his daughter with his girlfriend and they weren't together anymore. And Lucia. They get into the get into something about that, about why he ends up beating him up later, but. Nobody knew anything about that. You know, he never told Stan any of this. So, got a little dicey when he got into America. Turns out old Bo Cruz got a little bit of a temper. Just a little. Yeah. So, he ends up in this showcase. You know, he checks a lot of the boxes for the, uh, you know, for the height and weight and athletic ability. And he doesn't exactly have all the intangibles, though. You know, he doesn't perform super great under pressure, gets a little bit frustrated, which also feeds off the temper thing. He gets so. frustrated when it isn't easy, is what it is what it seems like in this where I don't even know if it's that's the case. Like I didn't I, I know you I know what, what you mean. Like I don't even know that it's easy. Like he gets frustrated when not that it was hard, but if somebody was like shit talking him while they were outperforming yeah. him, he took that like head game stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. He had a he had a bad thing about uh about that, so. But you knew that. Stan I mean, ends up having to train him up to get him into the draft combine. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he does. I mean, there's a fair bit of training, which I can, I can appreciate. You know, those those quick. Mo- I mean, it's. Oh, it wasn't. A, I almost said quick montage. There wasn't. There wasn't a quick yeah. montage in here. No, but here's the thing, though. It wasn't really quick. It, well, yeah, but here's the thing. I enjoyed watching it. I yeah. didn't get bored watching the montage. No, it was cool. Like, yeah. Some of the stuff that he had him do, like roll it, like dribbling, like the little basketball with one hand, the big basketball yep. with the other. And like shooting it through the tire, yeah. like that was kind of neat. Yep. Or when he's up against the wall, dri- dribbling with both hands and has to tap the, the, bu- the light sensors. The, the Simon says buttons yeah, or whatever. That's yeah. Cool. And you know, obviously, he's just chasing him up the hill. Yeah, we're going that hill. Was I actually had some comedy out of there? Yeah. Yeah. So I love when he's running against the guy on a bike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get the hell out of the way. <laughs> Beat that guy's ass. Screw yeah. you. You know, it's, it's it's really here's the thing is. It's so, I mean, I don't, Adam Sandler is absolutely one of the four or five people that I think could have done this. And it, it, it the movie be as successful and as good as it is. I don't think this sure. works with like 
now and now this is not a slight against like you know Hollywood A-listers. I just don't think this works with a with a Leo DiCaprio, Chris Hemsworth, or Tom Cruise. I don't think it works with those guys. The only person I can think of in the role would be um uh he's gonna be in Bullet Train, what's his name? Blah, blah, Brad, what's Brad his Pitt. Name? Brad Pitt. Only because of Moneyball, though, I think is why that keeps coming to my head. Because it's it, it, it's a managerial position within like you know like a sports complex like kind of deal. So that's the why Money you want to think of it It's a very different kind of movie though. You know, it, it is, but like I think that's why I keep on thinking of him in the role of Stanley Sugarman. You know what I mean? Because he's he's kind of played he's kind of played a a, a a not a scouting role, but a, an office role within like a sports community. Let me let me ask, let me ask you something, Roger and Chris. Clint Eastwood could he have done this ten years ago? No. You know, you don't, you don't think so as Stanley nope. Sugarman, because he no, he did kind of had that movie Trouble with the Curve, where he was yeah. That movie's also not very good. No, Trouble with the Curve is I, I I've always liked it, but maybe I'm just misremembering. I haven't seen it in a while. Maybe I'm just misremembering. Nope. You know who'd be more believable in this role from that movie? Justin Timberlake. I was just thinking that myself as I thought of Trouble with the Curve, <laughs> because yeah. we need some more JT. Well, I mean, Stanley I actually enjoyed most of his acting. Some of it's pretty decent. Yeah, no, I agree. The movie would have to be very different if it was Clint Eastwood. I mean, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah, but... more racist, probably. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Um... Mm, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. yeah. Less twenty twenty two, more uh, twenty ten. Yeah, sure, sure. Um... More sixty four. <laughs> <laughs> so go a little bit farther back. So there's, I mean, of course, there's that, and that's you know. But it it works so well with Sandler, and I don't know if it's because like I, I don't expect this from Adam Sandler, even though we just got on Cut Gems. We've had things like Rain Over Me, and we've had Punch Drunk Love. I just I still expect stupid comedy when I see Sandler. Like my brain is just trained to expect stupid slapstick comedy. Well, I, I think one of the things with Adam Sandler in this role is we can absolutely see him as a guy who is doing okay in life, but it's a little like he's definitely on a, not not the greatest run, right? Things haven't been easy for him, and he's a little bit down on his luck. And like Adam Sandler can play that role pretty well. Mm-hmm. Like it's not unbelievable to watch this man who looks basically a schlub. Yeah, I mean he's uh, just out of shape enough to make this believable. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I do love that he goes all to these like lovely like faces and just eats KFC and McDonald's. And, no, I respect that. That's where I'd be. I mean, listen, you gotta stay in your lane. Those <laughs> <laughs> well, fries taste the same in Spain as they do in New York. Oh yeah. yeah. I also love how Queen Latifah, how his his, his wife, like, stuff's gonna kill you, and then they make a joke about it. Yeah. Um, again, yeah, the, the, you know what? Their else? chemistry well, works really well. Actually, actually, so. they they were a believable couple. Yes, they were, and I actually really enjoyed you know all the time they shared on screen. It was all good. Same, and same with the daughter and. I like how she was helping with like getting his video made and all that. He's kind of like, stuff I don't too. know why she keeps putting her name in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I respected that. Yeah, yeah I mean, but yeah. it but it works though. I mean, it, it does. Sandler knows how to deliver those really quick one-liners. That you know, he knows how to do that. I'll give him credit for that. Well, that's he's I mean. a funny guy. Well, yeah. So like, like the comedic time in this movie is on point. Like, and it's not like that in-your-face silly comedy. It's these things that are, you know. You could have in a like a conversation Quick. with a couple of buddies. You know what I mean? Quick. Yeah, like that's what's happening. So I this. pride myself on my comedy. It's me fast, <laughs> strike first, strike hard, <laughs> fucking Cobra Kai style. That's from uh, wait, what's that? That's Cobra Kai. Is okay, no, but I, 
it's line from act. What's that one with Owen Wilson? And he, he's the bodyguard of those three kids and they end up having to fight and he saves them. I don't remember. Oh, uh, oh d- drill bit Taylor. <laughs> it first hit hard. Then they chug Red Bull. Never mind. Um, <laughs> no, that's kind of like, I mean, I don't, how much of Sandler do you think? So, okay. So I, I didn't until I thought about this. So Adam Sandler, even in, even in Grown Ups, and what's another stupid movie he's done recently? Not 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 grown ups. What what, what else? I mean, there? most of his Netflix stuff is bad. Well, Hubie but, Halloween. Hubie Halloween. But there's all you know. What I noticed about Sandler is he must be a basketball fan because he is. He's a big, he absolutely okay, so that, is. that one is a that that one's a real thing. He's a big time basketball. He's a huge basketball fan. I, I had to because like I was like in Hubie Halloween. There's basketball in Grown Ups. They were playing basketball as kids. And like in all these movies, I remembering like there's always basketball in these Sandler movies. So like he must be even a- all the way back. Do you remember Eight Crazy Nights? Is mm-hmm. weird anime thing. Like that's a big deal for him. Like he yeah. loves basketball. Yeah. How do you think he got all? How do you think all these uh, NBA actual like you know personalities showed up in this movie? Well, Listen, I don't. Because I think they that was- think Billy Madison's hilarious too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look, I don't. I don't think that was actually hard some of those NBA people weren't alive when Billy Madison came out. I don't think that was a hard sell for him. I think all he had to do was oh, call no. up and be like, hell yeah, well, I'll do your 10 seconds. Well, he has actual NBA friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. him and Shaquille O'Neal are like legit boys, who is mm-hmm. also in this movie. Yep. Which, okay, so one thing I do want to point out is they, there is like real like media in this. Like, they have all the TNT guys um, here, which is funny because the other guy, there's, TNT has a four-man crew. They have Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Barkley, and um, Eddie, who is the, the other guy. The only person missing from that crew is the guy who's his friend. It was his teammate in college. That's Kenny Smith. He's the other TNT guy. So he actually has a bigger role in this movie yeah. as a, an agent. So I thought that was kind of nifty how they went about that. Yeah. I did. I did like that. How the, he had all those, but like it also dawned on me how cool that was when I realized how much of a basketball fan Sandler mm-hmm. must be like, ah, oh, it's really cool. We oh, yeah. was able to get all those people. And in they have real NBA people in this. Movie. Well, they do a ton of, a ton of them. Well, and like, and think about the, what we watched, right? It's a, it's a, it's basically a really long, you know, sports mon, you know, basketball montage, which basically, is, which, but it, it's good. And I think one of the reasons why it's so good is because the basketball that we're watching is authentic. It's not like a whole bunch of quick cuts. No, no, it's real shots. basketball. Like you're watching real high level basketball well, here. Real high level gritty basketball too. Yeah. Because like this is this isn't like we're shooting three pointers all the time. Like this dude is like locking down people defensively. Oh yeah. Which is hard as shit. Yeah. To do. But like like I think it plays to this to the strength of this movie so well because like they could actually get full basketball like on the camera like to the screen it's very well done and it looks amazing and i had a lot of fun watching all of it i couldn't believe how into the movie i was and we had a feeling it was going to be good we want it to be to be above average because well it's like we watched this trailer what was it a couple of months ago now and i was just like all right yeah i'm into this and i'm and it delivers man. so glad it delivered in the way it did like i was now it does the netflix thing where it does run a little long and there's almost like a three, uh, there's a third act and then like a three point five act, <laughs> but Netflix or this whole production does a couple things that you don't expect. Like you're expecting certain things to happen in certain ways. We'll use the example of him um, getting the assistant coaching job and then the and then Rex passing the, off. Yeah, I, me and my wife, because we were watching at this point, we both expected that ah. Uh, 
he just told him about it, but he didn't like sign a contract. Mm-hmm. So he's now he's not going to be the. No, he coach. just demoted him. But, <laughs> but hold on, but he was though, because in any other movie, you know, he goes to the to the son and say, "Listen, your dad was going to give you this position." He's like, "Oh, I'm sure he wasn't." Har, har, har. You, you know, he plays that kind of like villain role where that's not what happens. They got him the job. They knew he wanted it, and it was refreshing that they didn't throw that trope in there. Well, you know what I did appreciate too is when, you know, he went on the the son. Current, I guess, owner went on yeah. to the local TV show. And was like, "Hey, this guy's not affiliated with us." So, what happens deep down is Bo has been in the United States for like six weeks training, uh, getting ready for the draft. And at one of the showcase games, he gets into the the scouting combine. One of the things is a big showcase game. He ends up basically getting in a fist fight during the game because mm-hmm. he got his buttons pushed mm-hmm. and. You know, everybody's just like, well, Bo Cruz has no affiliation with the 76ers and blah, blah, blah. And, um, like, he went on TV and was like, hey, this isn't it. And then as they get Bo Cruz hyped up a little bit, he was like, hey, I want you to remember that just a couple weeks ago, you know, he could have been playing for the Sixers. And this man said, right on your own TV show, to the guy that actually interviewed him, that, hey, he's not part of this. Yep, They could have had him already, and they didn't, so... I did like the callbacks, like because that's real life stuff. Yeah. Like trying to hype this guy up and keep all that going. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, getting into the NBA is hard, <laughs> like ridiculously so. Well, but on the on the flip side, they also used a powerful tool, which is very relevant today, is social media. Social media to mm-hmm. you know get him back in the limelight, which I thought was kind of brilliant because I mean, like when stuff catches fire online, it catches fire, <laughs> like it spreads so fast. I mean, listen, I'd watch the hell out of those Instagram reels. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And I really had a, I really had a good time when they did that thing on the court when they're like, if you score a basket against them, I'll give you 50 bucks. No, if you hit uh, the how rim. How about the one guy that shoots and hits the rim? I was like, ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah, he hits the rim and everyone celebrates him like he is the champion. Yeah. <laughs> the guy gives him 50 bucks and they take him off. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I just thought that was, especially when you saw like, um, what, Sandler's daughter was out there maybe? Or she was just shooting mm-hmm. the camera. But yeah. then he's... Yeah. he's you saw Queen Latifah, like, I mean, like, look, that's got to be an outtake where they were just having fun. And it just, they, yeah. just, they just used it, you know? That's what's so, so great about that. One thing that I appreciate about this movie that, uh, with the sports thing that they didn't do, and I appreciate it, is Bo Cruz doesn't get hurt. Okay, yeah. You know, yeah. like, they don't play the stupid, well, you know, he was going to be this, and, you know, he tore up his knee, and blah, blah, blah. Like, they don't do that. Like, Bo's problems are his temper. And, you know, they finally get that under control, which, I mean, it works out. But I was really glad that they, because listen, that's sports movie trope. Yeah. You know, so-and-so gets hurt. He's not at his best at all. We got to get him back up. Don't have that this time. So, you know, what? refreshing. You know what I really appreciated and it made my heart literally sore was, it was when Sandler's walking to the hotel. He's like, well, you know, the day before a 20, a 20 mile marathon, you don't run because you might get hurt. Just, you just relax and do this on that day. And he opened, he, he walks into the pool area and his daughter's there. Just his mother's right. there. He just jumps right oh, in. Oh man. Yeah. How yep. great, how yeah. great. That did was, you that feel? was a cool scene. Yep. Yeah. How great That's did you cool feel scene. though? Great scene. Great scene. It's just the thing about, do you guys also remember in the beginning how he's scouting that kid? He's like, I'm 18. And that's, <laughs> how old your son? He's 10. Oh, he- he was 22. Yeah. <laughs> 22. Oh, and that's your son, six feet. How old's he? He's 10. <laughs> he's a, uh, well, again, that's an actual basketball player. Goron, yeah. yeah, and he actually come. He's actually in in the end of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's in the showcase. Yeah, he's, he's like the, the maps think he's eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found that funny. Yeah, no, that was. It's one of the. I mean, it's 
especially that whole montage in the beginning where he's just like he's crossing people off his list because like he Sugarman knows what's real and what isn't. And that's what's so great how all these other guys can have a clue. But Sugarman, he's good at his job and he's he's able to scout for like a few minutes and tell people just aren't the real deal or they are the real deal. And that's what makes it so great when he finds this Bo Cruz on the on the you know playground pretty much playing, you know, street ball. That's yeah. what makes it so powerful. That's what makes it so great is did you love the conversation on the train when he's he's translating it's such I'm so excited that I'm I met you. It excited You're like me. a fantasy for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like what the f- <laughs> that whole train would have been like, um, this guy's weird. Uh, but I did appreciate this, the, the subtleness of some of these things. It's, I mean, that would have broken his family had that not been successful. He would have been broke and he would have been out of a job. So, or I mean, I don't know if he'd have been broke. That guy, would I mean, listen, been, uh, would he have been strained financially? Yes. I don't think he would have been broke. Would he, had a, would he have still been able to get a job with his buddy? Maybe. Maybe. Who's yeah. like, come be an agent with me. Remember that guy? I forget who that yeah. guy was. Leon. That was Casement. Yeah, Leon. Leon. Yeah. Um, but that's even like, but it's kind of the Rocky thing where, you know, I'm, this, I'm not saying this movie is Rocky reskinned. There's just elements of it that are recognizable as Rocky. You know, sure. And that's what I mean. But it's different enough that I don't think a lot of people would make that connection. Or if they would, they wouldn't. It wouldn't be like, oh, well, he, it's not too much. And like, it wouldn't be like, oh, he stole it, you know? And that's what I'm worried about all the time is just blatantly stealing from other movies. But it's a point you had you had made, Roger, I hadn't considered was you're, you're right. It does not fall into the sports movie trope of someone getting hurt and having to nurse back. Yeah, I mean, that gets, that gets pretty old sometimes. Well, with basketball players, I mean, that's pretty much how they go out, though, is, you know, if they get hurt, that's their whole – if their knees go, can you play basketball with bad knees? Uh, I mean, you can with rebuilt knees. Yeah. I mean, listen, knee injuries aren't a thing, and not a, not as big a deal in most sports as they were even 15 years ago. But yeah, I mean, you don't want to have your knee busted up. You don't want to tear an ACL. I agree. I agree. But it's just. Um, I mean, there are multiple NBA players with multiple ACL injuries. Listen, you lose a whole season because of it, but yeah. it's not a death sentence anymore. I mean, shit, you can rehab from Achilles rupture now in less than nine months, apparently. So. How do you guys feel about some of the sets? Do you guys feel like they were feels off- authentic? Authentic. Yeah. I was gonna say, do you, you think they're really shot in some like high school gyms, or they built any of those? I mean, listen, I definitely think. Listen, I don't think they went to Mallorca, Spain, to do it, yeah. but I, they definitely had some. Hey, listen, this place has got a nice outdoor park with good lighting. Let's mm-hmm. film it here. And listen, I need some shithole gym. Let's go to the Y and <laughs> you know South Philly. <laughs> you know, I get it. Yeah. I love how when you shithole gyms go to the Y in South Philly. That's that's great. I mean, listen, I bet you there's a shithole Y somewhere in Southern Philadelphia. <laughs> but, this, but this movie just works, and it works so goddamn well. It does. You know, it just, uh, well, so this is what we talk about when you have someone that's passionate about the subject matter that you're making a movie about that gives a shit that has stakes in it. They make a they make a good movie. Usually make a good. Movie. They usually make a good movie, and we have multiple people a part of this that love basketball that love the subject matter that want this to be great and they put the time into it and you can tell the movie is heart and our boy Juancho is actually an NBA player yep. 
So, listen, he's not a superstar by any means, but he gets consistent work. The language, <laughs> yeah. the language barrier may help him with the acting thing. You know what I yeah. mean? It gives him, it earns him some points. Well, but I mean, with him being able to be an actual basketball player too does help. Oh, yeah. Um, because, Again, you know, the basketball becomes more authentic. That's right. Which is important. When it looks better. Yep. You know, it's not, hey, he shoots, cuts away, the ball's going through the net. Yeah, like, exactly. Kind of you know, you get, when he throws it off the backboard to himself, he threw it off the backboard to himself. Yep. <laughs> like, that happened. <laughs> yeah. No doubles required. You know what I mean? It just, you know, the guy you got on screen is doing all these things. All these guys are, which is just cool as hell. That's that's part of the beauty of it is like it mm-hmm. it all works so well as elements of this movie. Even the guys that are you know are real NBA players that are just there to make the cool factor of this movie like it works. It's just it's not a detriment. It only increases the viewership. You know, it only increases yep. the reason to view this movie. I kind of wish this movie would have came out in theaters so we could see the numbers for it because I bet this movie kills it in week two. Yeah, but it, uh, so here's the thing: if if that were to happen, we don't get it in this kind of time frame though. It gets dropped in somewhere on an off-centered. Uh, kind of uh, weekend and just go there to die. But Netflix, listen, this is Netflix's baby. Yep. And they can do whatever they want to with it yeah. because... It's if, a good one. If they really, really want to hype it up and let it fly, you know, they can they can run it. Because listen, we have talked for a long time about how do we really know what's in Netflix top 10? Yeah. Doesn't true. Netflix get to tell us? I mean, we don't know how skewed those numbers are. Either, right? well, you ever, have you ever looked at the top 10 stuff? Yeah, sometimes. When would... randomly there's like an eight-year-old movie and they're like, yeah. who the hell turned this watch? Yeah. It's almost like some studio's like, hey, Netflix. Well, but okay. Yeah. Seriously, because they're like, hey, look, we want to get on Netflix this month. You know, what do you want to do? And they'll be like, look, we're going to put you on. We're going to wait like six days. And on the seventh day, you're going to be at number six. <laughs> three days later, you're going to go to number three. You'll never go higher than three. But we'll keep you in that top ten for three weeks and let it go. Right? <laughs> like, you don't think something no, like that could happen? There's got to be a business model baked in there for Well, them. look, they need money. True. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking for ads. Listen, Netflix, call me. Yeah, I mean, listen. I mean, it? I probably shouldn't give you my best idea right off the top. Damn it. <laughs> I can't believe that I did that. But it's it's like when things like that, you know, I don't, I don't know what's true or not. But like mm-hmm. Hustle is one of their better movies that they've made oh, recently yeah. and probably. All of time. Well, I guess, it, I guess it's say. probably going to be, if you had to rank like all the real Netflix movies, listen. Now, mind you, they have Oscar winners. Mm-hmm. So there's things that. Okay. This is what, this is probably. This is top five for me. On, uh, well, on probably top ten, honestly, but. You know, if we went back and looked at some of the stuff that Netflix has done, you know, what was the last real big Netflix movie? Power of the Dog was Netflix, right? Yeah. Now, listen, we weren't giant fans of that movie, but I can understand it's a why. Good movie. Well, yeah, I understand I why that. people, especially critically, understand why people could like it. Yeah. Now, this movie's not as good as Power of the Dog, probably overall. But well, here's the thing: I enjoyed it a hell of a lot more than something like that. I was gonna that. say, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Netflix has that kind of power that they can absolutely. I don't know. You, you say something like you say something like that. This movie isn't as good as isn't as good as a movie like Power of the Dog, but you enjoyed it more. Like, well, enjoying something that. No, I, I get that, but like, where does this movie fail at? You know, or you know, to where it would be worth to like on a scale less than Power of the Dog, though, because the movie has a great soundtrack because that that would count as its score, right? Because, sure. Because it, 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 it doesn't it, have a score. It goes the soundtrack route, so the score route. It has a great soundtrack to go along with all the things you see on TV. It has great execution of cinematography because of all the sh- all the awesome action shots we do get. 
we have a a above average story here, great acting, and there's comedy here. Like there's a lot of good stuff that happens in this movie. That's just all in the positives. Well, let me let me ask you a question, Grayson. Let me ask you this because this okay. is right up your alley, Grace. Or Chris, I want your opinion. So when we when we start to rank this as one of the better Netflix movies of all time, let me ask you straight up: Is this movie better than something like Extraction? I can I say the cop out answer of it's different. Yes, yes, but yes, no. I, I'd say I would say this movie is a better movie than Extraction. Did I enjoy it more than Extraction? No, but I think this movie is better than Extraction. Okay. As a as a as a as a whole movie as a product, yes, but they are extremely different movies. True, it, it absolutely is a, is a different type of movie. But yeah, you're, I mean, I this think, is yeah. this is the first real drama sports drama Netflix has done that I can remember at well, least done well so yeah. let's so i had to google it but let's talk about i mean roma this is i mean if Oscar if, winner. if if you want to talk about the the top echelon of netflix originals we got to talk about roma we got to talk about the the irishman extraction ma rainey's black bottom yeah, power of the of dog course. now listen there's a lot of drama drama in yeah. there so that's it's that's why i chose extraction to ask you if it's better because almost all the other movies that i asked you about are like high level drama pieces Extraction is a good to excellent or is a good to great movie, but it's not a drama. No, no, it's it, right? not. It's, but it, it it's it's some real quality action shit, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> but like we're damn, we're also forgetting good we're also forgetting Marriage Story. Did you say Marriage well, Story? So yeah, that also excellent drama. That that's an excellent movie. Yeah, it, so, it is. Um, was pieces like, of anyway. was pieces of a woman Netflix? I think so. I think that was Netflix. Yeah, but that's. Yeah, but when maybe. we're talking Tick, about Tick, Boom is also Netflix. Oh man, that movie so was Netflix, incredible. So when too. Netflix is on, it's on. They can be <laughs> on. Yeah, for that. When Netflix is bad, we get movies like Interceptor. But here's like, the thing: but this I, is a perfect dichotomy of Netflix right here, though. Yeah, yeah. Two movies that come out within two weeks of each other, probably both around the same kind of budget. Both, on, both on the top ten. <laughs> right. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> But they, they only do it by views. That's all they care about is views. Well, but I mean, but but again, I think something that we talked through on Interceptor, which I think is probably true, Chris, this is your point, is they've got to have a, they've got to have those. Okay, we're gonna make this quick and dirty, fifteen million. I'm not really worried about the story, but as long as there's some good action, people will watch it. Type deal. And that was in that was in, in Interceptor. And this is something that no, we have our better writers on this. We're gonna take the time with hustle to make it great. They must have two several different tiers of things they intend of products they know how will come out. They must have different levels of production. They 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 must have them. Well, yeah. I can't say Netflix doesn't care because we get movies like Mudbound and Roma and Hustle. So obviously somewhere there's a spark of great because Netflix does have like, you know, they have like four or five movies a year. that are just great. Stellar. Yeah. yeah. And this, it'd be so, I mean, interstellar, not interstellar, interceptor fell in the category of make it. I mean, I'm sure the movie from start to finish from day one of principal photography to end principal photography was probably three or four weeks, maybe maximum. And, the day the office opened to the day the office closed was probably five months, like done, and that's unheard of. You know, I mean, even a small movie I'm on, a, um, you know, a horror movie that takes place in a house that's going to shoot quick. I'll bet you, the, I mean, the, the the office opened in early March, and it, it it won't close until almost November. 
Okay, let me ask you one question. There's a different type of movie. Still a drama, though. Remember the movie, The Half of It? I do, yeah. Paul Bunsky Sausage? That's a Netflix movie. <laughs> it is. Is this movie better than that movie? This movie this movie's better than that movie. Absolutely. Wait, well, wait, hold, hold, hold that on. That movie's very good. So why why you ask why'd you ask that question? But that but that movie's Because I'm I'm I listen, I found the master list of the highest rated Netflix movies ever made. And I was like, I remember the shit out of that movie. Because yeah. that was a pretty good one. Yeah. That was a good movie. But I think this is a I don't know. So, like, maybe, maybe, maybe this is my my guy brain talking, but this movie has more excitement to it, which it, it lends towards that. And I don't know. You have somebody to really root for in a in a very easy platform to root for somebody in, right? It's it, it's all about sports ball. So when you take a few movies out of off those lists that are like these critically acclaimed movies that are Oscar winners, they're different styles of watching. It's, it's, it's a different mindset while you watch those movies. Sure. Where hustle is just a. You, it's just a good movie that you can turn on and just watch it. And it just feels good to watch it. You know, you don't have to dig into the mindset of somebody or like really like, like try to take a chunk out of like what makes this movie great. Yeah, you can lock into the cool basketball. Movie, yeah. You right? just turn this thing on and it just goes. And it, it's, it's just a fun movie to watch because there's some cool shit happens on screen. There's some real storytelling. There's, there's family, there's connect, there's connection. There's, you know, there's struggle. There's all everything you want out of just a quick and a quick and dirty movie, like movie formula. It's all here and it's all good. Well, you know what, Chris? It's funny you say that because the way you worded that, it's fun to watch. That guy, that review you read, would have said the same thing about Interceptor. He did say the same thing. About but that's kind of my point, though. Is like movies are subjective. I wish they weren't so subjective, but they are super subjective. My my yeah. theory, my my theory is they're not as nearly as subjective as we think, but. I've had that theory since I was in, in high school, so that goes back to my ego time. But um, it depends on how your ego. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like your ego speaking right now. Continue. Well, I, I, I have this. I have this whole theory that I've been developing for years and years, almost two decades now about that. But point is, it's funny you say that you were like that because this to me is fun to watch. Interceptor is at best stupid popcorn fun, but this is. This is mental engaging fun. You know, you know what I mean? There's a big difference yeah. between the two. Oh, yeah. You know, like when I buy, usually when I buy popcorn for a movie, when I go to AMC or, or Marquee back at home, if I'm there or wherever I am, I buy popcorn for the movies I know are just big blockbuster schlock that they threw tons of money at to make cool fight scenes, cool gunfights, yes. car, car chases. I don't buy Doctor popcorn. Strange. Well, yeah, the Marvel movies are a perfect example. Not that I, I don't mean it as harshly for them, but perfect example of popcorn movies. Top Gun is is probably a popcorn movie, but it's yeah, a it's really it's, yeah, it's it's fucking awesome one. <laughs> but it's, it's, a, it's one of those rare exceptions where I'm like, God, that movie's a ten. It's a it's a great popcorn movie, but like you know, Roma, Mudbound, those are not popcorn movies. Hold on, all right, Netflix movie comparison. It's a tough one here. What about Mitchell's versus the Machine? Oh. And this movie? Yeah. That's a tough one because Mitchell's vs. the Machines is incredible. Oh, boy. This movie's kind of incredible. <laughs> so is this one, though. I'm going to take the cop-out answer on this one. I don't like copping out, but they're, I think they're Too on... Too different for it to matter? Well, they're on par in uh, on that scale. Okay. They're just very different sit-downs. Sure. 
sitting out with my kids. No, I just didn't let him make that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sitting out with my kids. I'm having a good time. Mitchell's in the machines. Everything's great. I'm laughing. Kids and be like, kids, we're watching Hustle. Hey, Chris, yeah, yeah. Chris, scoot back from the mic just a tad, just just a tad. Um, that's a tough boy. But if I had to gun a gun to my head, I think Mitchell's etches it out by the smallest measurement. Interesting. I, I mean, just so like I, I can't argue with that because I I love Mitchell's. Mitchell's is I know you do. That's why when Mitchell's I saw top, him, Mitchell's is top tier. But so is Hustle because I think I think if my wife said, "Hey, you want to watch the Hustle movie again?" Yes, I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, <laughs> turn it on. That's fine." You know what I mean? I can turn that. I can be on, I can be on my PC doing my thing and having Hustle play okay, in the background okay, okay, and let's... getting lost in Hustle again. Like, and it'll pull me away. I know it. Well, okay. Well, then let's look at. Well, okay. Is this a sports movie? Yes. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about let's talk about some of the better human types. You don't want to go down that road. Why? <laughs> there's there's a lot. Of you are really you already tried. Well, okay. I but mean, listen, I don't pull it. Angels in the outfield. <laughs> <laughs> but hold 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 on the hold on hold man on. with the wings. Hold on hold on hold hold on. There are sports movies like Field of Dreams, and then there are sports movies like Miracle. I'm talking about sports movies like. I guess it's a harder comparison because this isn't this isn't like blue chips or you know this isn't like a basketball movie. This is a movie with basketball in it. It's true. So I mean, that's fair. That's a fair thing to say. But, but it's it is still kind it's of a basketball, basketball movie. driven. Yeah, there you All go. Right, that's fair. Or, I mean, or I mean, look. If you want to be honest, this movie is probably a better movie than Miracle. You know? Okay. Okay. Well, let me. Okay. Just give me. A, give and me I mean a that straight up. It probably is. And Mar- listen, I love Miracle. I think it's awesome. This is probably a better movie. I don't know. Mir- Miracle's top tier. But let me. I'm gonna let me read you a list of movies, and I just want you. I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna be like, oh my god. I think your head's gonna explode. Okay. Hoosiers. Rocky, Field of Dreams, Raging Bull, Million Dollar Baby, The Fighter, Cinderella Man, Bull Durham, The Blind Side, The Natural. The fucking Natural is number 10 on this list. Okay, so yeah, this movie isn't better than any of those. No, I don't – well, that's t- – I mean – Maybe maybe better Hold on, hold, hold on, natural. hold on. Is it better than – no, the, 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 the Natural is the natural is fantastic. Um, how about Remember the Titans? No, oh, that's so hard. I don't think it's better than the River of the Titans. Okay, how about how about Sea Biscuit? I'm, I'm sure you didn't watch Sea Biscuit. Oh, Sea Biscuit fucking rules them. I know. So I wasn't that into Sea Biscuit. I watched Sea Biscuit. I watched that in theaters. All right, later. how about how about Invictus? I didn't think Invictus is very good. Okay, okay, okay. How about Glory? Because Inv- Invictus is as much a political movie as it is a rugby. Movie. Yeah. All right, how about Glory Road? It's pretty good. This movie's better than Glory. Road. Okay, okay, yeah. I would, I would. Imagine. I don't think it's better than Miracle, though. I think Miracle's amazing. Have okay. I think it's here's here's one that I personally struggle with when it comes to hustle. I think Friday Night Lights is one of the most exceptional sports movies I've ever seen. Hold on, this will be a really tough comparison. Is this movie better than White Man Can't Jump? Oh my god, you're killing me. I think me. so. I, I think so. That's tough. I think so. I, I wasn't a huge fan of White Man Can't Jump though, but I, I know how I know how good of a movie it actually oh my God. Okay. It is. I'm gonna say no. So Chris says so Roger, you're gonna be the deciding vote here because I say no, Chris says yes. I think White Man Can't Jump is probably a better movie, but it's I mean they're they're very different types of basketball I, well, movies. So so like, I mean comparing it to Remember the Titans at the same time, Remember the Titans tells a bigger story. Right? It does. It, it does. It does, and and it, it's covering a much more important like piece of like of like, hi- like time in our history too, um, where this movie doesn't do that. 
but it's still still a great film. So, and I can see why you know White Man Can Jump, where you could say that you know yeah, it's actually big deal. Better, it's absolutely better than you know Hustle, but. Because if you ask me, if between Remember the Titans, Remember the Titans is a better movie, but it's because of the how big the movie actually is and the overall story it's telling. Because that, I don't know, that movie's damn near perfect, in my opinion. Which movie's almost perfect? Remember the Titans. Oh, yeah. How about A League of Their Own, Roger? I mean, that's that's a tough one, man. Even Bull Durham is like the one one of the, the first ten I mentioned. Like, Don't you ever talk about Bull Durham. <laughs> Why? I love that movie no, so no, much. But like, I feel it's the same. So fucking okay, nerd. I've never seen it. Okay, Dude, I feel the same way about. Guarantee you, you would love Bull Durham. Okay, 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 I feel the same way about about um, Field of Dreams. You do about Bull. I think Field of Dreams is one of the most exceptional movies ever made. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. All this that we're talking about, the fact that we're trying. To, yeah, we're we're slotting Hustle the, in with those. Well, yeah, the fact yeah. we're trying to compare Hustle with these movies tells you how good it is. Good. So Hustle was good. Good. Yeah, I mean, if if we're even willing to make the comparisons, and you got to think about it for even a second, you've got you've got an A tier movie. Yeah, listen, this is this is a very good movie here, and I'll be happy to watch it again sometime. Like I said, uh, yeah. I will absolutely recommend this to people. Hey, if you're a basketball fan, Adam Sandler fan, on a little bit of a different plane here. Yeah, you will like this movie. I, I you'll be hard pressed to find people that don't enjoy Hustle. My wife doesn't like Adam Sandler. Does not like his movies at all. My wife doesn't know a thing about basketball. My my wife was into this movie the entire time. Cool. Oh, you know, well, I mean, we, that's you, know perfect. For, you know, we forgot Roger, and I don't even know if you're considering it the wrestler. So the wrestler is a great movie. I don't. No, listen, I is understand the, it's about wrestling. Is that is that the movie about Chris Benoit? No. In the history of no. That's uh, that's the Mickey. Rourke. True story about that is I used to have my NHL character named Chris Benoit, and then they I got suspended. For for that, but they said that I my name was offensive. <laughs> I don't understand why. Um, um, tin Tin Cup, Roger. Like tin I cup. love Tin Cup. Tin cup is listen, so good. Listen, Kevin Costner's in a lot of really good sports movies. Yes. So, but and, okay, I didn't, this I, movie. Hold on, this movie. I I love Tin Cup. This movie is better than Tin. Cup. Okay, how about Jerry Maguire? Jerry Maguire, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Maguire is, is 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 a football movie the same way that this is a basketball movie. Jerry, Jerry Maguire is a movie with football in it the same way this is. Jerry Maguire is also ex- Jerry Maguire is also fucking excellent. You know, I just what I'm about, just having funny. I'm just having a good time. The, what about the replacements? Uh, that's what Gene Hackman. I wish I had the cricket button. Sorry. <laughs> How about okay, Moneyball? It's uh-huh. not better than Moneyball. Oh, no, Moneyball's. Moneyball. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Me. It's like, man, I'm looking at all these. Moneyball for me is in one like my top ten list of all time. Really? Money. Listen, Moneyball is an incredible movie. Mm-hmm. Like, are are we considering, um, are we considering Space Jam to be a sports movie? Yeah, consider. <laughs> so I can say how this one. is better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are we considering one. Happy Gilmore to be a sports movie? <laughs> It's got, golf. it's got golf in it. Yes. Well, this again. This, <laughs> this is the second best Adam Sandler sports movie. <laughs> is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> well, no, because The Longest Yard is better than Happy Gilmore. But whoa, um, what whoa. the fuck? Hold on, wait. The Longest Yard. Hold on, man. Happy, Hold happy, on. happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore is Happy Gilmore's hilarious. But is it okay? Fine, apologize fine. Apologize to the audience. I'm sorry, audience. <laughs> How about? 
we talked about Glory Road. Secretary, I, I didn't like Secretary. 42. 42 is a damn good movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. I don't know if it's very good. Okay, okay. Le, okay. Le, 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 legitimate question. The Mighty Ducks. First Mighty Ducks movie is pretty damn good. You're, you're stepping on like, on like like royalty here at this point. Now, how about like legendary? Yeah, yeah like, like, hold on, hold on. How about dodgeball? Dodgeball is hilarious. Dodgeball is a different kind of, so to this where you fall into dodgeball is a different kind of movie though. Yeah, hilarious. but dodgeball is also like, it's also very clever and brilliant and so no, it is. is. Dodge, dodgeball is I mean, there are so many one-liners in that movie. There are. Yeah, it's just, man. Sorry, there's no, your dodgeball coach got too crushed by two tons of irony. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Mm. Oh, uh, do we have anything else to say about hustle anything else we want to talk about so the one thing i do want to say because i don't actually have to score it, it still we do have to score well, it. i know i think all the things that we've said about this movie positively so far we haven't really talked about how good adam sandler is in this movie great. he is fantastic but the, see but he, i don't have great i don't have a problem mm-hmm. yeah the, the cast are great no, they are no, his well. So here's the thing. So uh, some of these guys don't usually act, and they do fi- and they do fantastic. Yeah, some of the basketball that like Pancho does pretty good. Oh yeah, Bo like, Cruz. He's very believable. Mm-hmm. Old Bo Cruz is a pretty believable guy. Yeah, like, like the acting. Also, I like to say the word Juancho. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I just I I think that Adam Sandler gets a lot of shit for doing like his his usual tropey stuff. Well, some we of his talk, stuff is so bad. It is, though. and we talk about a lot how like we wish like more and cut gem stuff. All this, and we got this here. I love the scene where he was. It's the middle of the night. He's calling people, trying he's to fucking scream into the phone. He's just yelling on the phone. Like that's that, that's top tier for Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was good. Like I felt it. I don't know. It and I think it's just it's worth mentioning and deserves to be mentioned because it's fantastic work on his. Well, part. okay. I have one last question before we move into score. Now we talk about mm-hmm. guys like The Rock and Ryan Reynolds. They just play themselves. Is Adam Sandler just play Adam Sandler in a lot of movies? I up think, until recent, up until like his, oh, sorry, that's fair. There's comedy Adam Sandler, yeah, and there's drama Adam Sandler, yeah. I think those are different people, okay, so, different actors. So I'll use Heath Ledger as as Heath Ledger. He's playing a court. <laughs> I know, but wow, I think very Roger, convincing. I think. <laughs> damn. Jesus, Roger, I think oh my God, man. this is a good. Uh, well, this is a good actor to compare it to. When you have a star, they bring them. They bring themselves to a role, and you have transformative actors that take on the role completely. Mm-hmm. Walking Phoenix is a good one too. Sure. Actually, to, to crazy person, to, yes, to call out. Well, it's just one of those things where, like, Adam Sandler has the comedy Adam Sandler. He has the serious Adam Sandler because he can never break away from. He is. Adam he Sandler. is Adam. Sandler. Tom Cruise is the same way. He brings Tom Cruise to the role. Sure, you know. Brad, Which is good. It is. It is. Brad Pitt does it most of the time, where he brings Brad Pitt and he takes on a character as much as he can. Whereas it's different than when like Heath Ledger or Joaquin Phoenix or these other transformative actors, crazy ass Jared Leto, really dive into a role. So you know he is playing Adam Sandler. It's just it's the Adam Sandler that we love to see when it does happen. It's the best version of him. You know who could have done this? I just yeah. Ke- Keanu Reeves. I don't know. You don't think he Keanu's could too Keanu now. Keanu is too cool. Well, uh, cool, chilled, like, uh, like very, like, he's like not intense enough. Feng shui vibe kind of guy. Where like, where like the like the scenes where he's upset. It, I don't, I don't think it'd be believable. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, he did. He did have that one movie with Diane Lane with the baseball team. 
Do you remember that? I feel oh, it was, yeah. he was also in Hardball. He was Hardball, also yeah, in. Yeah. He was also in the replacements. Yes, that's Gene. That's Gene Hackman. You brought that's that up twice now, and you're gonna have to stop doing that. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who's the girl in that? Is that Mir- it's? It's funny. Is, is is that Mira Sorvino? That's the girl in that. No, I don't think. I don't so. know who that. I don't know. I don't remember no. who that was. But that's Keanu, and that's what Gene Hack. I, I want to say yeah. Gene Hackman. Yeah, Gene Hackman is in that. Yeah. All right. Good movie. Top it is. It is. It is. I don't. I don't think it's top tier. <laughs> I don't think it's top tier, but it's I, I okay to like bad movies. Please stop bringing up that movie. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> I don't mind that movie at all, by the way. Please stop talking about it. <laughs> all right, we should probably move to score this then. Let's, we should. We should. Who wants to go first? I'll go if nobody else wants yeah. to. All right. So um, I think Hustle is one of the better movies we've seen in a while, and uh, we've actually had a couple of good weeks in a row seeing at least one good movie coming off Top Gun and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Interceptor kind of. Uh, I, I really do think this is some of the best stuff Netflix can put out. Like when they want to bring the good stuff, they can. They just have so much bad stuff in their back catalog. I think they just got to dump it out. Um, I think Hustle is like an eight and a half. I do. This is this is a quality flick. Um, I, I loved it pretty much from start to finish. Uh, I think everybody does really well. The basketball looks great, and man, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. So, so eight and a half. I'll go next. Um, I'm actually on the same exact numbers. You eight and a half is where I was at. I was almost trying to fight to give it a nine. I and, thought, see, I thought about it, but then see, I was like, I didn't think it was better than well, Top Gun. And, and, and in my head, I was thinking, if I'm trying to fight for a nine, it's not quite nine. It's eight and a half. That makes the most sense to me. And I think I can say this movie does run a, a tad long, and it does the Netflix thing in, in that regard. But other than that, I don't have anything really bad to say about this movie. We have, you have, you know. Thing, it breaks away from a lot of the tropes, which feels very nice. Things that you things that you think are going to happen don't happen. And the ending of this movie is something that I didn't. I thought it was going to go a different way. I liked way. it. And I liked the way this I movie did. ended. It was perfect. So, yeah, this is an eight and a half. It's close to climbing up, but it's just right there. I will watch this movie anytime anyone wants to put it on. This is great. Ah, see, the battle in my head was nine and a half, so I'm going to go nine is where it sits for me. It's, just, it's a damn. It's a damn good movie. Uh, I mean, Adam Sandler, when he does this, he just impresses the shit out of me because he's going against two, three, de- two or three decades of of not this, and it's very impressive. I I, I mean, I love what we missed out on in the Adam Sandler catalog, like yeah. what could have been great. Yeah, but he wasn't focused on that kind of thing. That, no, and, that, that's, that's, and that's, that's okay. Listen, he made millions of dollars. You know what? A funny man. I'm, I'm actually. Nicky, baby. I'm actually no, God no. I'm actually glad you mentioned Eight Crazy Nights, Roger, because I actually really, I actually really dug that movie when it came it's out. It's a good movie. I thought it was ahead of its time. I, I really did. A rated R animated comedy, which I thought was really ahead of its time. But and I mean, we we already had South Park at that time. We already had um, Beavis and Butthead. We talked about. But I mean, coming it, back, baby. It was just different. It was just different. But I, yeah, this is a nine and a half for me. I loved it so much, and I'm glad you guys mentioned the ending because. It's a good way to end this movie, especially the fact that they're not on the same team. Oh, spoiler! No, did it? No, no, but that's not. I didn't want you to do it. You're not. You have no idea what I'm talking about. You have no idea what I'm talking about if you haven't seen the movie. I do. But you've seen. <laughs> you've seen the movie. Uh, but yeah, it's just this is yes. this is a, a Netflix triumph, and it's yeah. it's even more of a triumph when you put it up against the other movie we watched for this week, Interse- Interceptor. <laughs> <laughs> so well, hold on did you give it a nine or nine and a half you said nine and a half when you came back in give it a nine no a, a, nine. a nine a nine's yeah. where it sits that's that was my battle was nine and a Solid half nine. Yeah. 
Game yeah. of Niner. I mean, we've had two good weeks, and I think it's going to end next week with Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> oh. What? Why'd you shush me? You think that movie's going to be good? No, I just don't want it to be bad. <laughs> I don't I mean, want listen, it to be I just want it to be closer to the first, last Jurassic Park? <laughs> Whatever that was called? Yeah. Jurassic World? Yeah. That was it? Well, I didn't want Fallen Kingdom to be awful either, but it was, Chris. But it was. Yeah. It just was. Yeah, so... All right, gentlemen, we have done that. Boy, I thought that was going to go short. That ran so long, but it was a good conversation. It was a good one. It did run long. We talked way too long about Interceptor. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> this has been episode 282B. B. Thank you. Of For the Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning and Friday morning at 5 a.m. on the B. podcast service of your choice. Thank you for that. Of the following five. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two to rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter, at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. Hi, I'm at Ron Stillian. And I'm Christopher Bond. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, always posting things on social media. Check us out on YouTube, where we will make our triumphant return. And send us an email to For the Love of Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. And next week, we're taking a look at Jurassic World Dominion and... We're talking about the other Jurassic Park and Jurassic World movies as they relate to Jurassic World. It'll be a Jurassic good time. Boom.